0: Welcome, everyone. Today, my guest is Mark Adams, Vice President of Real Estate at HW Media, to talk about The Thousand, a real estate rankings program produced by Real Trends and Tom Ferry that recognizes the top 500 agents and the top 500 teams in the country, ranked nationally. It's an incredible list, and we'll talk about what insights we can gain from who made the list this year. First, here's a word from our sponsor. This is Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief at HW Media, talking with Christina Bennett, Senior Vice President of UWM Sales, about a career in the Wholesale Channel. Christina, is there a particular career path or skill set you commonly see with those looking to become independent mortgage brokers?
1: Hi, Sarah. Honestly, typically what we're seeing is retail loan officers moving over from wholesale, but really anyone can come over into the Wholesale Channel. You don't have to have a lot of experience. There's a lot of support for anyone coming over. We're seeing a lot of college grads military veterans, also retired government workers. Honestly, it's just a great place for many people to be.
0: Thanks, Christina. And listeners, you can go to beamortgagebroker.com to get more information. Okay, we are ready. Mark, welcome to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks, Sarah. I've always wanted to say uh, a longtime listener, first time caller. So uh, you giving me the opportunity to finally say that is something to celebrate. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. We're really happy to have you, especially as we launched the thousand rankings last, like we released them last week. And then we have another ranking coming out um, this week. So we'd love for you to walk us through it. First of all, this is not your everyday rankings um, program. You guys have been doing this for real trends has been doing this for 18 years. Um, and it's a pretty rigorous process. So first of all, tell us what is the thousand? What is that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the 1000 is actually the top 500 teams and top 500 agents in the US. And we compile that list with a national ranking. And every year from January to April, we open up submissions and allow individual agents and teams, brands, brokerages to submit data to us. Um, And as long as you're over the minimum qualification thresholds to submit data for the year, um, we basically allow you onto the list. And what we work for the next three months on is actually verifying that data, which makes this rankings program something really unique and special. We don't just take people's word for it. We only count residential transactions. Um, We don't accept land or lots, no leases, referrals. So we, we end up backing out quite a bit Um, as well as accepting off-market documentation to make sure that this information is absolutely accurate. And what we do is once we get all the people together and preview for America's Best, which is releasing on Wednesday, is that there were just under 28,000 people that were uh, submitting data and will be featured on the list this year. So we pull specifically the top 500 teams and top 500 agents from that list to make the real trends in Tom Ferry the thousand, which was released on Friday.
0: That is amazing. I, I, that is a lot of work. 28,000 submissions. We do, you know, I, I, on the editorial side, I do the award programs and, you know, we're talking about hundreds there that we're picking from. 28,000 is a lot. <laughs>
1: Yes, it is. Uh, it is quite a bit to sift through. Um, we inevitably have a number of corrections that get uh, get made, uh, a number of reclassifications that have to take place. But it's truly a, a labor of love that the team at Real Trends does and our. Um, Technical Director of Rankings, Kiri Tram, has been hard at work for the past year, organizing our systems to automate a large portion of the rankings uh, data capture and verification. But again, uh, we do still review every submission. So uh, a human hand touches every file that comes across. So it is a massive undertaking.
0: It is a massive. And as you said, you know, we've partnered with Tom Ferry on the program. Of course, our listeners are very familiar with him. And then we publish this data on Realtrends.com and the Wall Street Journal publish th- publishes this data. So this is one of the most anticipated lists for real estate folks of the whole year. Like this is a huge deal. So I love that you're on it. So let's get into some of the insights that you found out about this year. Um let let's talk about, you know, taking, you know, what. What were the what was the total closed production how many sides what does the volume look like let's get into the details
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when we looked at the total close production of the top 500 agents and top 500 teams, uh, that equated to just about 233,000 transaction sides and just over $168 billion
0: in volume.
1: So a 1,000 people did quite a bit of business last year.
0: That is a lot of business. And this is for 2022, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. We always publish the rankings looking backwards in time because the the data collection period is actually over a calendar year. So it's from January 1st 2022 to December 31st 2022. Uh, we compile that data and showcase it in the 2023 version of the
0: rankings. So what, how does this compare to last year the the people who won last year?
1: Yeah, so you know obviously the market has shifted a little bit. Um, that's that's no surprise. Um, but what we saw was that agents and teams were typically down about seven percent in transaction sides and about twenty percent in closed volume. So the the interesting insight that we were able to pull is that this top group of agents and teams actually beat the market pretty substantially in transaction sides, and um, you know, obviously it was a little bit closer to the market shift in volume. But um, but this group really insulated themselves from a lot of the market change um, that that the typical agent or uh, any of our listeners might have seen.
0: That is crazy, actually. I thought it was going to be down a whole bunch because, like you said, you know, if you look at the real estate market as a whole, it's it has been a pretty big uh, difference between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. So, very interesting. Well, let's let's talk about the top five brands that you saw on the thousand list. Who made that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, the the top five brands this year, I'll go from uh, from fifth place to first place to build a little bit of suspense for us. So, we had Sotheby's at uh, the number five position, followed by Cobalt Banker at number four. Compass took third place. Keller Williams took second place. And Remax, once again, was the number one brand on the thousand this year. And what we also saw was that 68% of all the qualifying agents and teams for the thousand were part of a national brand. So that national brand or recognizable brand presence was something that uh, we continue to continue to see a a significant value in.
0: So, um, you know, these five brands, they've been, you know, jockeying, you know, Remax has been the top sometimes, sometimes others, but these five brands have kind of been in the top five for a while, Correct.
1: Yes. So these five brands have been in the top five for the past five years. This group is really separating themselves from the pack as attracting the most successful agents and teams in the country. Um, we will see what happens next year. I know that on our brokerage rankings, we had EXP and Compass as the number one and two brokerages. So um, I, I think that we could see a, a bit of a, of a mix up next year on the rankings. But at least for this year, uh, this top five has been in place for the past five years. I, I believe it was 2020 that Remax overtook Keller Williams as the number one brand and has held on to that spot for the past four years.
0: That's so interesting. Now, you know, so we have these very well-known national, you know, top five brands, but the independents also did well. Tell us, tell us who sticks out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, 67% of agents and teams were part of a nationally recognized brand, but that obviously means that 33% were part of an independent brokerage or a brokerage tied to the leading RE network. So if we took the whole of leading RE, uh, that would actually put them at the number three um, brand uh, on the rankings. So pretty significant there. But if we look at independent, so non-affiliated with leading RE, that actually, uh, the number was about 190 that would mean that they are bigger than Remax. So, um, you know, obviously, it's a it's a different ball game we're playing when we're we're adding up multiple different uh, brokerages together and competing them against a, a single brand. But um, it would mean that independents are the largest single entity on the rankings if we look at it that way.
0: That is wild. You know, one of the things that I always talk to Tracy Velt about, and we've talked many times, and a lot of our coverage is like. Agents or teams? What? Who's coming out on top? What's a better model for this particular market or let's say 2022, right? Because we, you could even say this is a different market than that. But what did, what did you find there?
1: So what we saw was that agents had an average sales price of just over a million dollars and teams had an average sales price uh, in the mid 600,000s and the narrative that we're pulling from that is that agents on the thousand have found a lot of success focusing on uh, higher price properties in the luxury and ultra luxury category while teams have found a lot of success taking a broader approach to uh to, to finding their production and their success um, and kind of working with anyone out there so um what we also saw is that within the teams category as the teams get larger the productivity falls and it's pretty, uh, a pretty stark contrast when we look at the small team productivity versus the mega team productivity. So small, small teams on the thousand had an average of 67 transaction sides per agent, while mega teams, uh, had an average of 11 transaction sites per agent. And what we're pulling from that is that when you're on a small team, you are very, very selective about who you're working with. Uh, but these large and mega teams have found a lot of success in growing market share by recruiting younger and newer agents, uh, training them up and adding value to their lives by teaching them a system and professionalism. And obviously when you add newer agents, you have to account for the fact that they're not going to come to your team with a large book of business. Um, So we've seen that trend, particularly over the past couple of years, that there are more and more teams that have uh, over a thousand agents, um, which really pushes them into almost a team rich category. Um, But that trend is something that we've seen over the years and something that we'll be paying attention to as we move forward to see if these mega teams stop recruiting newer agents and become more focused on uh, coaching these agents up and increasing that per agent productivity.
0: It's a great, um, insight to, to look at that and think, you know, thank goodness there are agents who, you know, if everyone was a million dollar listing agent, well, you know, who would I buy a house from? Right. Who's going to serve me? Um, I actually just sold a house, uh, my house in Wichita and my agent was amazing. It's a difficult market. He, he did a lot of work. He is with a major brand. Um, but, you know, just our local guy, but I just think that that's, you know, That's also playing the long game, that person that you're training up today in three years could be a top agent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's really what we're going to be paying attention to as we move forward is, is at what point does that agent produce at a level that is comparable with a large team average or a medium team average or even a small team average. So um, it, it is definitely a, a strategy these mega teams are taking to, to recruit and train the agents of the future. And the systems that these mega teams and, and mega successful teams have put in place is definitely going to power the individual success of the agents that are joining them.
0: I also think there's just a volume play there, right? If your whole structure is set up to, you know, you've got all this infrastructure, you've got all this stuff, right? And there's just not that much volume. I mean, you're at a disadvantage in that in that uh, situation. On the other hand, if things are going, you know, if there's a ton of volume, you are set up to your cost per, you know, transaction is going to go down. You have a lot more. So, you know, 2022 was still a very interesting market. The first half good. The second half was just a nightmare.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that, that you hit on a trend that we're we're talking about a lot at our Gathering of Eagles conference, which is that if you can find opportunity in a down market, that sets you up for so much more success when everything turns and, you know, the business is just flowing. So I think that that these uh these teams are really taking um Taking a page out of out of the, that book and and saying how can we grow now and set ourselves up in the future, so um, we're we're introducing some new technology that will allow us to better track performance year over year of teams and individuals, and uh, definitely something that we're looking forward to digging into.
0: I love that. Um, let's talk about some of the individuals who really shown in this. Um, let's talk about some of the individuals. The uh, um, by volume, who were the biggest ones?
1: Yeah. So, uh, at the top of, of the lists, we really saw kind of the usual players. And I believe last year, James wrote an amazing article about the different types of agents, um, that appear on the rankings. And I I think that, um, when you look at maybe the top five, that group particularly is focused on, um, just high volume high production um, really minimal services if you want to call it that that focus on placing a property on the MLS doing some marketing and getting home buyers in touch directly with the homeowner um, so there really is kind of two different types of agents that appear on the rankings um, there is the that we're gonna push this property out we're gonna you know allow the market to do its thing and then there is the agent that's Highly focused on marketing your property, um, getting you the top dollar, really handling from A to Z the negotiation and contract stage. So I think that one of the the biggest insights that we pulled is that that group is really uh, breaking off into two separate categories. Which is honestly something that we're looking forward to introducing next year is really getting into the the full service agent and the you know like the technology powered uh, connector type of agent. At the top of the individuals by volume list, we saw Ben Caballero, who is with Homes USA, based in Texas. Texas, followed by Jay Kendall from Watson Realty Corp in Orlando, and then Ralph Harvey from listwithfreedom.com in Florida. And you'll notice that at the top of the list, there is a heavy concentration of agents that are really leaning on technology to uh, list a high volume of properties on the MLS and on popular websites and really play a connector between a home buyer and a home seller versus. The, the typical role of an agent um, within a, a large brokerage or a nationally recognized brand such as Remax or Keller Williams that are more focused on full service. So we, we really have noticed that there is uh, two types of agents that will make the thousand. It's either the high volume technology powered agent or the full service agent. Um, you know, no commentary from from my perspective on on which is better or not. I think that the the variety in the marketplace is really what drives innovation and it allows consumers to get the the most benefit and to, to get exactly what they're looking for. But it, it is a pretty stark contrast when you look at the numbers in terms of transaction sides and volumes uh, that these top maybe 10 agents are doing compared to the the numbers 10 through 11 through uh, 500.
0: Wow. Yeah. And not surprisingly, some of the uh, top individuals by volume are also the individuals by transaction sides. But in that top three, there is a, a- a new name there who who's the uh, outlier for the transaction sides
1: yes so steven yeah so steven colino from exit uh, strategy realty in illinois uh, is a new entrant to the top three and obviously not recognized on the the total volume list but is recognized on the transaction sides list
0: yeah and of course you know it's it's hard to go through all the stats uh you know, on an audio show, on a podcast, but we would encourage people to go to realtrends.com. This is, we're having huge traffic here. These rankings are, um, you know, people want to see them. You can sort by different things. You can find the information really quickly. And, you know, we're going over the top three, the top five, and there's 500 and then another 500. So really encourage people to do that. And I wanted to, before I let you go, let's tease the next rankings that's coming out that is related and that's America's best. So how are you, what? How do you distinguish between the the thousand and America's best?
1: Yeah, that is a, a great question and probably the most commonly asked question that we get after the rankings launch takes place. So, um, the America's best is going to be a state by state ranking versus a national ranking in the thousand, and the America's best is made up of every agent and team that qualified. So, this year, that's a individual agent with over 40 transaction sides, or $16 in total volume, or a team with over 60 transaction sides, or $24 million in volume. And this list is just shy of 28,000. So if you are not in that 0.05% that is recognized in the 1,000, we do recognize you in the America's Best Ranking, which is another program that we partner with Tom Ferry on. And when we look at the total production of America's Best, the numbers are are truly staggering. There is over $1 trillion of total sales volume that was produced by this core group of agents. And there were over 1.3 million transaction sides. And based on the numbers that I've seen, that means that just about one in five existing home sales in the U.S. involved an agent or a team that was part of America's Best. So truly staggering when you look at the total production that these 25,000 agents uh, were able to produce.
0: You know, 25,000 sounds like a lot until you consider that, you know, there are so many realtors, there are so many people in this profession. Um, I'm sure it's gone down because of the market at this point. But a couple years ago, National Association of Realtors, $1.4 members. That is a lot of people. So to, to cut it down to the 25,000 that are doing, you know, 40, 40 sides is a lot.
1: It is. It is. And we we really shoot to recognize the top 1.5% of all real estate agents in the country. So um, it is a a very elite list. And it is something that we hear all the time from our honorees, that it's something that they strive for when they reach the achievement of being on the America's Best or even the 1,000. It just makes their day. It makes their year. It's something that they can tell their friends about, uh, tell their their colleagues, tell their clients about. So to, to have the opportunity to play in a small part of recognizing recognizing the hard work that the men and women in the industry put in day in day out and dealing with very challenging market conditions, and probably even more challenging buyers and sellers. Um, it, it's It truly you know is a, a labor of love and something that the, the team at Real Trends is, is really excited about.
0: It's an incredible accomplishment every time that we publish these, uh, considering the work that goes into them. So proud of that team. And Mark, thank you so much for being on and walking us through it.
1: Absolutely. And and I'll just uh, leave a parting note that uh, to go on Realtrends.com or HousingWire.com on Wednesday morning, we're going to have a, a list of amazing uh, agents and teams there for your viewing. So uh, go check that out.
0: Absolutely. And we'll see some of our audience at Gathering of Eagles, which is coming up um, a week from today. Can't wait. Um, and I'll see you there, too.
1: Awesome. I'm looking forward to it, Sarah.
0: Thanks, Mark.
2: Hi, I'm McKenna Clay, Events and Programs Specialist here at HW Media, and I wanted to invite you to our upcoming event this summer. A theme we've heard from housing leaders this year is the importance of relationships to not only survive, but be strategic in 2023. And that's why we decided to invite the top C-suite executives and leaders in mortgage to join us at Gathering of Eagles in Austin, Texas from June 18th until 21st. Now. Gathering of Eagles has historically been exclusive to the nation's most elite brokerage, association, and team leaders, and C-suite leaders. But for the first time this year, we're opening up the audience to include execs from mortgage, title, and insurance so that you can connect and build vital partnerships for your business. If you want to learn more, visit the events page on Realtrends.com, and you can get registered today to come hang out with us in Austin.